1: This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze.
2: When I was praying about, Lord, what do you want the message to be today? And, you know, uh, what is the message? What is the message? And what's really strong right now is the word align, alignment. How often do you hear that word? day to day. I don't hear it very much at all. So just an interesting story of how this word became very strong with me is I've been telling some of you about an illness that I've been struggling with. And it's been going since last October. And it's almost, you know, I mean, we're getting close to like nine, 10 months of struggling with this situation to where food doesn't stay uh, in my body, it wants to just come right back out. And that's kind of weird to talk about on the radio. But it's a real thing. And what I realize is that I have two little dogs. And I notice that when I'm taking them for a walk and I'm letting them do their duty, um, I am looking at what's coming out. And the reason I'm doing that is to make sure that their diet is good for them. And the same applies for us. What goes in comes out. Uh, we, we need to be paying attention to what we're eating and, uh, you know, just all the things that go on with our health because you cannot buy it. And in October last year, I ended up going on a trip. And I ended up getting 103 temperature. I didn't have a thermometer, but I could tell you that I was sweating. My body was fighting, fighting, fighting. And I was sweating to where I'd wake up in the morning in a puddle of sweat. Um, the dye even came off of my clothes onto the sheets of the hotel room. And I knew that I was in trouble. I, there was something wrong. So I drank a lot of fluids, and I didn't eat a lot, and I lost seven pounds within, like, three weeks. And it's been very difficult. I've gone to the doctors, and we've done bacteria tests and blood tests and all types of tests to try to find out what is going on with my body. Because my body was telling me something was not balanced, something was not right, something was not aligned So, you know, we're here now, and I uh, actually went and did some other things I already talked about on another show. Don't need to go into detail. But the doctor said, you know, I want you to try this. I want you to go get this product called Align. And I'm like, okay, where do I get it? And he said, Costco. So I went to Costco, and I bought Align. And I was thinking, how interesting that word, Align. And that's where I came up with this show today, along with the Lord's help. Because the lessons that we learn day to day. We have to pay attention to them. We just have to pay attention to them. And what I've realized and discovered that, you know, we have chiropractors. Some of us believe in them. Some of us don't. I happen to believe in them because I got up one morning and I couldn't walk. And I called my cousin, who is a chiropractor, uh, Jeffrey Malone. You can look him up if you like if you're in the North Hollywood area. He's been on my show a long time ago. If you want to hear him, check out the podcast. Anyway, uh, I went to him because... There was something wrong in my alignment to where I couldn't walk. I couldn't get up. I couldn't do anything. And I'm just too energetic and I just can't be down for any length of time. So, therefore, I needed to do whatever I needed to do to get in alignment. So, there's that the alignment of our bodies, you know, just being true and paying attention to our bodies. My dog is going through a really hard time right now. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm checking out all of the issues, you know. What is she eating? What is she drinking? Is she getting any sleep? What is going on with her? Because there's something not balanced. There's something not right with her. And so, uh, you know, if you're not in balance, if there's something not right with you, you have this internal indicator that's telling you something's not right. Wouldn't this truly be true about uh, depression? Possibly. Is there something not handled? Is there something you're not dealing with? Is there something not revealed? Is there a secret that hasn't been told? What is going on emotionally, physically, spiritually in your life? Then I think on the spiritual end of it. God says, you know, anyone who comes to me comes through, anyone that comes to the Father comes through me. There has to be an alignment. In the Bible it talks about our alignment that our alignment needs to be first with him our heavenly father you know love thy god with all thy heart all thy soul all thy might and then love thy neighbor as thyself he's telling you in what sequence which is another alignment what sequence is going to work then i go and spiritually we we need to be thinking about that we need to be in alignment in our relationships in our thinking You know, I look at the political world right now and it's not an area I really like to be in, but I have to ask myself the questions in any decision and choices that I make. I have to gather as many facts as possible. And I have to align myself with my belief system, I have to align myself on what I think is true based on information I am fed and based on information that I gather. I have to be in alignment to where I feel good and fair and comfortable with the decisions that I make, who I vote for who I don't agree with, you know, we're never going to agree with everybody all the time. There's just no way, you know, running a business. I can't make ha- everybody happy all the time. But what I look at as the good for the most, for the biggest, and for what's going to be in long term, what's going to be the best decision for long term, the big picture. Now, my picture, my vision is only this big. God's vision and God's picture is, I mean, I don't even know how big, way big. Very educated way of saying that, but you get the picture. So, being in alignment in all areas of our life. Let's talk about money for a second alignment with our money. We have to be in alignment with our money. Is it good to have debt? No, it's not. But if it's calculated debt, possibility that's the best thing to do. Is there tax benefits? This, that, whatever. Gather the information, get educated. Knowledge is power when it comes to those decisions. Alignment, it's a very, very, very important tool to all areas and aspects of our lives. Spiritually, we need to be in alignment. Financially, we need to be in alignment. Physically, we need to be in alignment. Emotionally, we need to be in alignment. So today, the show's on. Are you aligned? And what are you aligning yourself up with? Who is there? Who are you connected with? Who are you depending on for your resources? Where are you going when you're in need? Where are you going? Who are you aligned with? Personally, I'm aligned with my Heavenly Father. I wanna be with him. I want him to be guiding me every minute of every day. So that's just me. I have found through years and years and years of experiences and downs and ups that I can't even imagine my life, without my Heavenly Father, right there at the helm. So here we go. I had Lydia do some research for me when I told her what I was going to talk about today. So Lydia, thank you for all of your diligence in getting me the information I needed. So if you're tuning in right now, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to The Sue Free Show. And I have a Sue Freeze Facebook page, and I also have other Facebook pages. So, like I said at the beginning, I'm trying something out here to see how it works. Um, friend me, fan me, do whatever you need to do. I would like for you to connect with me on uh, SueFreeze.com. Go to SueFreeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go there. Connect with me. Tell me who you are, tell me what you think. Tell me how I can improve my show that would benefit you better and others listening. Please do that. And if you need resources, if you need prayer, please connect with me. This show, when I first began eight and a half years ago, I asked the Lord, what do I call it? Well, Sue real original, right? And then what do I talk about? What do I talk about? What would you talk about if somebody said, you know what? You need to have a radio show. Wouldn't you ask that question? What am I supposed to talk about? And when I think about that, I'm on the show for an hour every single week for eight and a half years. How do I come up with topics? People ask me that. How do you come up with your subject matter? How do you come up with your topics? And I will say that how it happens is just how I describe today. It's personal. It's real. It's things that I'm dealing with right now. And the Lord's revealing a lesson. And I have to pay attention to the lessons. And the lesson is pay attention to your lesson. Pay attention to what God's telling you, because he does talk to you. It might not be audible. In fact, most of the time it's not. But there are lessons to be learned in every step of the way, and we just have to be aware, paying attention all the time. And if we ask him to reveal it to us, he will. The key to finding balance. When I asked Lydia to look up the word align, align does not come up in the Bible. So then I said, what are some other words that would describe or kind of give the same feel as a line? And the word balance, sequence, came up. So I said, okay, look up those. So she did. It's not what you may think, finding balance. We're pulled in so many different directions, work, family, church, and so much more. How in the world can we find balance? How can I have a more balanced life? This is perhaps the most common question, hidden behind the idea of balance What they're usually really looking for is a to-do list. The secret is getting more done in less time without as much stress. Hmm, that'd be good. The answer usually shocks them. The need to focus less on the things or people they need to take care of and more on themselves. What? Why? Because balance starts with you. If you want to have more balance in your life, you need to know yourself well, manage your commitments, and steward the gifts God has given you. That's key right now. I'm just going to stop the gifts that God has given you, you know, in the workplace, when you're working and you're, you're a leader and you, you have to make decisions every day. It's so easy to have that monkey jump on your back as you're walking down the hall. And what I've discovered a long time ago is that I'm not supposed to take on other people's monkeys. I need to let them take care of their monkeys and I'll take care of the monkeys I'm supposed to take care of. And it's really important to do that because we became, we become more efficient, productive, productive and happier so it's a good thing you're tuning in right now i thank you so much for doing so san diegans thank you so much venturians thank you so much orange Countyans, laans <laughs> los angeles thank you so much for tuning in today and santa maria san luis obispo i appreciate you guys so much thank you for tuning in with us and uh go to the sufri's spelt like fries arecom website go there there are videos there that have stories to tell And there is something else that's there for you. And it would be very good for you to do this. Go there, print out the three pages of I am's. The I am's is who Jesus says you are. Not people here, uh, not what they say. Because a lot of times people, they have their own agendas. And they're not always in your best interest. Take it from one who knows me. Uh, I just want you to, to understand who you are in Christ. When I learned who... I was in Christ and that he placed value on me because he sent his son in my place to take care of the sins. When I realized that, it changed my life forever. And I'm so forever grateful. So getting back to this, know yourself. This is a case where knowledge is power. You cannot expect to make good decisions about your time, talents, and resources unless you know who you are and what you're good at and what motivates you to be your best. We all talk about wanting balance, but balance isn't a static thing that you achieve or don't achieve. It's really a series of decisions that you must make in any given day about how to allocate your limited resources. For some, each of those decisions will be fraught with doubt, stress, and even guilt. But if you know yourself well, you'll begin to make better, more confident decisions about when, how, and where to spend your time and energy. Balance isn't a static thing that you achieve or don't achieve. It's really a series of decisions, I'm repeating this, that you must make in any given day about how to allocate your limited resources. That is so good. I hope you get that. Manage your commitments. As you probably already know, your career alone could easily consume you. Add in your family responsibilities, volunteer requests from community organizations, and all the ways your church would, would like you to get involved. And all of a sudden, you're on the brink of burnout. If you say yes to everything, you won't be able to put in your best efforts anywhere. In order to make your commitments count, you must learn to say no to a lot of worthy causes and endeavors. Pick a few key areas to focus on that will provide the most value. Remember that there is a time and a season for everything. Ecclesiastes three one through 11 You may be in a stage of life where focusing on your career and family is all that you can do and do well. And that's okay. Did you hear that? It's okay. But if you can take on some other commitments, choose carefully. And I'm just going to side note that. Find out what your passion is and follow that passion. Because then it's not work at all. It's something that you enjoy. That it wouldn't matter if you got paid or not paid. Because you enjoy it so much, it brings you significance inside your being. That's what you need to focus on. I never served as room mom for my kids' classrooms because I knew it wouldn't have been a good fit. But I did lead a few scout troops, and I even coached my son's basketball team for a few years until I felt like the boys had gotten better and taller than me. That's this person who's writing Me, myself, I did uh, coaching soccer, and that was so much fun for me. Even though I knew nothing about the sport, I learned quickly. So anyway, by not overcommitting, I'm able to do a better job at the few things I've chosen to do. Think about your life, okay? Think about your balance. Think about what you can and cannot do. And you don't have to do everything. You know, when I was in church and they were asking me and they say, you know, if you want something done, ask the busiest person to do it. And I still get so many people wanting this and that and whatever. And I really do. I, my time is limited. So I have to choose where I feel the best of me is going to be placed. And I say no, but I do it in a humbleness. I do it without being rude. I just say, you know what? I really can't do that right now. I'm really sorry. You know, but there's a lot of things that it's better that somebody else takes on because we might be stealing the joy from somebody that really has a true passion for that, that thing. So stick with what your gifts are. Stick with where God has really created you to be. And you have to know who you are in order to know how to how to do that and when to do it so be a good steward of yourself that's another whole show in itself you are god's unique creation your health and sanity are resources that god has given you and they should be stewarded accordingly when life gets crazy it often seems expedient to put everything else before your own needs but over time that approach will burn you out and cripple your ability to manage well in the long run martyrs don't make good managers mothers wives or friends. Maintaining balance between work, family, and faith requires energy, creativity, determination, and a healthy dose of optimism. A half-hearted or crippled effort simply won't work. You've got to be in fighting shape. That's why if you want to succeed, you must guard your physical, emotional, and spiritual health. In other words, you have to be in alignment. Nurture your relationship with God, exercise regularly, eat well, and set aside some precious time for pure joy and relaxation. A little investment in you, big word, big letters, you, will yield huge dividends. You'll have more energy, a clearer head, and the emotional capacity needed to balance all that life throws at you. So here's another one. This last weekend, I went on a convention. And I, was, I left on Tuesday, and I came back Sunday. And the reason that happened, that was so long, the convention actually was only three days. I stayed an extra day in the beginning because of travel time. And I actually, when I arrived, um, I got in at 5 o'clock on Tuesday, and I slept till the following day, 5 o'clock. What does that tell you about my energy level? I was so exhausted. So I got to sleep. You know, I got in a hotel room and, you know, the dark shades, you know, just total, no, no light coming in the room. And I just slept and slept and slept. And I woke up just like a new person. I was revived. And, you know, sometimes we just need to take that time to just rest or sleep. Um, I didn't realize I was so sleep deprived, but I was. And so our body needs sleep. And then uh, I had a couple of days at the end where I actually um, reconnected with a couple friends, and they had a boat, and we went out on the lake. I didn't have a bathing suit, so I was in long pants and a long shirt, and uh, we were out on uh, the Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, and it was beautiful out there. never got in the water. It was a little too cold for me, but I, I was there for, with new friends and, and two children that were adorable, and we had great conversation, fresh air, By the water, which is my favorite place, my most special place is in in the water or by the water. I just love the water. And the sun, beaten down on my skin. Uh, It was just wonderful. And then the following day was just kind of a discovery day where I was all on my own, and I just kind of walked around the town. I was there all week, and I was inside a hotel the whole time until the Saturday and the Sunday. And uh, even though it was kind of a fupa, it was a mess up uh, as to why I was there, my daughter was going to drive up, and we were going to spend two days together, and that fell through, so I ended up being all alone and I called my daughter and I said, "You know I really want to be there and she goes, "Mom, there's a reason why you're there. Pay attention she's using my words, and you know this is exactly what I would tell her if it was reversed." And she goes, just pay attention because there's a reason why you're there there's probably somebody you need to talk to there's you know there there's appointments that are going to happen, and my daughter and I both think like that that God sets up appointments and sometimes we just have to be ready and and aware and then they happen and so um I sat on they call it the beach it's at the lake, but they they call it a beach, and uh I watched a lot of different relationships happening i was I was just watching from afar and Uh, being a spectator in this thing called life. And the sun was beating down on my skin. It felt so good. And seeing the water out in front of me and seeing everybody having a good time and then watching the interaction of married couples and watching how, I'm sorry to say this, but watching the women just not submit and not respect their husbands was a real, it was just so obvious to me. And I thought, wow. I mean, it, it didn't take much to really see it. And I saw it. And I thought, wow, um, you know, it's just so easy to get into that type of thing. And um, we have to wake up. There has to be a wake-up call to say, you know, that's not really appropriate. Now, I didn't feel pressured or pushed by the Holy Spirit to go up them and give them a what's up. Um, I think it was more for me to just be a spectator and watch to see this unfold. And, And what became very apparent is there is such a need for respect, submission, alignment in the marriage. And um, I didn't know I was going to talk about this. I I was thinking alignment from, you know, a different point of view. But the Holy Spirit's, you know, pushing me right now to this, this point. So I'm just going to say that are you aligned in your marriage, in your relationships? Are you in alignment? You know, he says God first, right? So, are you in alignment with God first? It's you. You have to take care of you first. Your relationship with the Lord has nothing to do with your counterpart. Your other, your partnerships out here is secondary to this partnership. You are supposed to be aligned with your heavenly Father. So that's the Holy Spirit talking. Uh, I asked him to use me at the very beginning of the show, so he is, and he's saying to be aligned with Him first. If you need to know how to do that, get in His Word and the Bible and ask Him. Ask and you shall receive. So just get on in the Bible, get in His Word, read the Word, read the Word, read the Word, and ask for it to be revealed to you in the measure in which you need to. Ephesians for relationships and marriage. I think the book of Ephesians is a great place to be. That was the book that I read over and over again because I wanted God to reveal to me how to be better at being a wife, being a mother, being in relationships. So Ephesians, Ephesians, and Ephesians five talks about submission because I had a difficulty. I had difficulty in in knowing what submission meant. And it does not mean doormat, women. It does not mean doormat. It means submit. But if you read the whole chapter of Ephesians 5, the very last couple of lines says, submit one to another, which means that man needs to submit, woman needs to submit, you submit one to another. Because a lot of the times men will just take this one liner out and say, see, wives, you're supposed to submit to me. We're supposed to respect our husbands. So we're going to go to a break right now. I want you to think about that. If you don't have your Bible out, maybe you should get it out and just look at that. I hope you do that. We will be back with more of the Sue Freeze Show right after this brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Fries, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother and E. cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. com. Ecola,
0: powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. E. termite and pest control. 877 332 Bugs. me about the awesome electro gun treatments. It sends electricity through the wood and you use it as part of your termite control services?
2: They're very effective. So if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals, know that we have an array of options for termite control.
0: Don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home. Call Ecola termite and pest control services now. 800 332 bugs. 800 332 bugs or Termitelady.com. ecola
2: E. cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle,
1: as a butterfly. You're listening to the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze.
2: If you'd like to sponsor the show, we'd love to talk to you. Just contact me by going to Sue Freeze Spell Like Fries. OneWord.com. I will help you any way I can. Um, I'm an advertiser. I know what it takes. And I can help you get through uh, any bumps in the road. If you want to just try it out because you're not sure, I will help you out there, too. But we would love to have sponsors for the Sue Free Show, and I'd love to be affiliated with you. So get in contact with me, would you? And Learning to Breathe is a book that I wrote when... Uh, I was down, uh, I shattered my right leg, I wasn't expected to walk or dance or anything. I have a metal plate, 10 pins in my leg, they put me back together again, and it was actually seven years ago, my anniversary just happened, seven years ago, and the, the surgeon that did the magnificent miracle work, with God's help, I'm sure, uh, said, Sue, you can depend on this for maybe five years max. And I'm at seven years, and I still got the metal plate and ten pins in there. I'm starting to feel little tinges in my knee, so I will have to get an artificial knee. I'm not looking forward to that, but they're coming. So they've come so far in that that um, I'm I'm going to be fine, and life will go on. And you know, I'm, I'm I have a plan to live till I'm 107, and I told my surgeon that. You know, I might be older, but I'm not your average older person. I have a lot to do, and I'm going to be living a long time. So please, put me back together again the best you can. Uh, just to be able to walk is not enough for me. He said, you're a high achiever. I said, what was your first clue? But anyway, that's another story for another day. Okay, so we're going to get into this. We're talking about alignment, and this is uh, an article that Lydia found for me, and it says 10 blessings when you align your heart. So do you want to be blessed by aligning your heart? I bet you do. Um, Okay, how to use these biblical keys to financial abundance. Okay, financial abundance. Who wants to be financially sound? (laughs) I do. Okay, so there is good news today for you. The Lord wants to speak to you through his word to encourage you, build your faith, and let you know that he is right there to walk with you through whatever you are facing. That is so true. Thank you, God. To you, Jesus says, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Matthew nineteen twenty six, as you dig into the word of God to uncover treasures of truth in the following pages the Bible gives you a vital key to positioning your heart and life to receive the abundant blessings of God now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth pay attention to what's being said here and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Following God's direction in the Bible is key to turn around. The word of God is filled with God's promises and his principles. God desires to bless you. Do you believe that? Do you believe that God desires to bless you? I do. And I know, I say this, I say this quite often, out of obedience comes blessing. So you need to be obedient. Okay. But you need to know what you're obedient to, right? So how do you get that information? You know, how do you know what you need to do? You have a little voice in your head that tells you right from wrong. You really know right from wrong, right? You can fight that all you want, but you know right from wrong. You do. And if ever you're going to guess or not be sure, don't you really know where to get the answer? Don't you? Aligning your heart for blessing. Salvation is the greatest blessing you can achieve or receive. Every blessing flows from relationship with Jesus. If you have not given your life to Jesus, ask him to be your Lord and Savior right now. Make today the day of your salvation. For God says, at just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation, 2 Corinthians two. I always like to give the address so you can look it up. Okay, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved now that's john 3:16-17 john 3:16 is probably the most well-known verse in the entire bible did you know that in and out if you go to in and out i love in and out so do my dogs Anyway, on the bottom of the cup, on the rim underneath, if you lift up the cup and you look underneath, you will see John 3.16 on the cup. I think in and out's doing pretty well. I think they're pretty blessed. What do you think? Hmm. Okay. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Romans 10.9 and 10. In Christ, all of your spiritual debt is canceled and wiped away. Spiritual debt. Okay, do you know what that is? When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. And with him, you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for he forgave all our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Colossians 2.11 I referenced the ims that you can get on the sufries felt like fries one word dot com a website. I recommend you go there. Download the three. It's for free. Okay, it's free. It's my gift to you, but it's really not my gift. It's God's gift to you. And what that is, is it's telling you what Jesus says about you. And one of the things he says is that you and I are victorious in Jesus name. We are victorious. Now, I don't know about you, but there's times in my life, in fact, right now where I don't feel victorious in in what what is happening right now in, in situations that are happening to me. There's thievery going on. There's there's things happening, okay? So I don't feel victorious, but God says I am. So I'm going to believe what God says, and I'm going to say I'm victorious. In Jesus' name, I'm victorious. And just like when we are not feeling like forgiving somebody, that's another show. You should look it up. It's a podcast. You can listen at your leisure, which is wonderful. But, you know, when we choose not to forgive somebody, we're not really harming anybody but ourselves, okay? And to be in alignment with God, you can't have unforgiveness in your heart. Because to the measure in which you forgive is the measure you will be forgiven. So understand that, all right? And you are the only one held prisoner in your unforgiveness. It's not hurting anyone but you and your body and your soul and your mind. So release it. Now, you might not feel like it. It's not from your heart that you forgive somebody, but if you make a choice in your head, your heart will follow. You make a choice in your head, and your heart will follow. I know this firsthand, all right? And there was a time, and I've said this before, that I believed I was unworthy because I had sinned. I'd made bad choices. I had done some really, really, really not good things, okay? I made choices that weren't the best choices. So I told myself I was unworthy to receive anything, any love, any forgiveness, any anything but there was a time when God put a person in my life that walked me through a process that freed me to where I could forgive myself, okay? Sometimes it's forgiving ourselves. Is that where you're at right now? Do you need to forgive you? Do it. No time better than right now because we only have so many minutes in this lifetime. And I don't know about you, but there's so many people that, that are leaving this world way too soon, and we don't have any promises of how long we're going to be on this earth. So better to make this decision now. Get in alignment with your heavenly Father. Get in alignment. You have no promise. You do not know if you have tomorrow. I know I don't know if I have tomorrow, but I know I have right now. I have right now, and I only have. In Christ, all your spiritual debt is canceled and wiped away. Isn't that great to know? Live in awe and reverence of the Lord. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy and it shall be well with you. Psalm 128, like Abraham, you are blessed to be a blessing. I will make you great nation. I will bless you and make your, your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Genesis twelve, two. Live a life of generosity. Give to him who asks you and from him who wants to borrow from you. Do not turn away. Seek to live your life like Jesus in love and mercy. But love your enemies, do good, love your enemies, really? Love your enemies, do good, and lend hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, or daughters, for he is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore, be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. Pursue pursue unity, for it commands a blessing, behold. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head, running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon, descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Number 10, blessing come as you trust in the Lord and make him your hope and confidence but blessed are those who trust in the lord and have made the lord their hope and confidence they are like trees planted along the river bank with roots that reach deep into the water such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit jeremiah 17:7-8 7, you know there's a story about that and it's talking about the roots being deep into the water and i have a, a a one grape vine at my ministry house that i talk about quite often and this this one vine looked like it was completely dead and um i talked to steve zener he's a friend of mine and he has a whole vineyard of grapes and i said what do i do and he kind of laughed at me he said it's one vine i said i know but it's my one vine it's my only vine and i wanted i want to make it happen you know i want to help and so he said it needs to de- be deep rooted water deep root watered and he said just have it like drip all the time and just have it so it goes deep into it and the other part of this and, and now i have fruit coming from it it's really neat we had to prune it down 50 percent. steve told us to prune it down 50 percent. we did and now it has green leaves and it's just beautiful and it's got grapes on it i'm so excited it's just another story for another day but i'm telling you it's really fun and exciting but the thing with that just reading that right now i thought about um Our lives and how our lives have to be deeply rooted. Okay, We need to have our foundation strong so that when the wind comes and the circumstances come, that we don't get knocked over, that we can stand firm on our beliefs, firm on our convictions, firm on our alignment here on this earth. With our Heavenly Father and with the family and friends and our business and our health, taking care of us first, kind of on the plane where it makes this announcement. When I was coming home, they made the announcement again and said, you know, if the air mask comes down and you're with a little one, you have to take the air mask first. You don't put it on the child first. You put it on you because a child is not going to get help from you. If you can't breathe, you're going to faint and then the child's going to be left not knowing what to do. So there you go. That's it. That's survival 101, is that you need to take care of you first. Now, mothers, listen to what God is saying here. You need to take care of you first. If you need a day away, if you need a cowgone moment, take it. Find a way to take it. And then your marriage, your relationships, they need time together without children. Yes, you're a good parent, even if you have time away from your kids. You need that. You need that revival of your relationship because your kids will grow and they will leave. And then you're going to have each other. Make sure that you invest in that each other. Okay? Make sure you do that. Okay? Please do that. You're listening to The Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA 99.5. And we are on KPRZ in San Diego. We're on KDAR, the word 98.3 in ventura and then we are in kuhl uh kcbq san diego where we're just it's amazing and then on the internet and podcasts, we're all over the world and it's really exciting to uh think about that and just it's like overwhelming to me and i'm so humbled to be in a position like this and i don't take it lightly that is for sure so, five keys to more balanced Christian life. We live in a very hectic world. The enormous stress that we experience can weigh us down and can interrupt our professional and personal relationships. Key number one, listen to the word, not your wounds. Hmm. I, You know, I like that. This was written by somebody. It doesn't, I can't give, uh, I, I don't know. It was written by somebody. Um, it wasn't written by me. But here's what I'm going to say to that, is that I think we listen to both. Okay? We we have to listen to the word. But we also learn from our wounds, okay? Me personally, I think I am the person I am. In fact, I know I am because of the things that I've been through, you know, crisis, injury, emotional stress, emotional, you know, loss, um, just all the things that have gone through with me, good and bad, has created Sue Fries, who she is today, just the same as you, okay? You have a story, and your story is needs to be uh, said you need to speak your story if i could challenge you to anything right now number one is get right and aligned with your heavenly father and get aligned in your body to be healthy spiritually every every aspect of what we've talked about already be aligned there but secondly know who you are know who you are know what god created you to do and challenge yourself to just live your life to the fullest live your life to the fullest And if you have a secret, if you have a story, I challenge you to tell your story. Find a safe place. Find a safe person. Ask the Lord to reveal that person to you if you need to. But tell your story. Get it out there. There's so much freedom in that. So much freedom. I know this firsthand. We need to listen to the Word of God. When we listen to the Word, we hear the truth about who we are. We are all powerful, precious, and prayerful children of God. Is there a habit of telling yourself anything negative, try this today. When you catch yourself saying anything negative about who you are, give yourself verbal permission to not do that anymore. Then forgive yourself and ask God to give you the strength you need to never do that again. These actions and attitudes will bring much more healing and balance in your life today. May our loving and ever-present God bless you today with the power of the spirit so that you can listen to the word and not your wounds. Okay, um, I listen to both, but the word. The word, see, the wounds is we can tell ourselves negative things because of things that have happened to us, which I said earlier about me. I did that. So we have to understand who God says we are in order for us to get the healing we need. So that's what that saying is. You know, you don't want to believe so much that your wounds, that you caused your wounds, that you deserved your wounds, because you don't. You didn't. Okay? There's people in my life, not now because I've put them in not in my inner circle, but there's been people throughout my life that have said things to me that would be contrary to what God would say about me. And what I had to realize is that I wasn't a little girl anymore and I didn't have to accept what this person was saying. So I would out loud say, I rebuke that remark and I'm not accepting that as truth in Jesus name. I would say that and it was healing in that. And it gave me power to fight that negativity those negative words that really didn't need to penetrate at all. They didn't get past my ears. I didn't even let them come in. I rebuked it. It's like I put this wall up and said no. My healthy boundary is is that if you don't have something nice to say, just don't say it. Right? If somebody does not have something nice to say, then they need to have another way of doing it. If somebody wants to give you critique, there's a difference between critique and criticism. And critique is, I want to help you be better. Criticism is, I want to hurt you. I I want to, you know, unless it's constructive criticism, okay, which I ask for, um, I could say constructive critique. It might be better. Uh, But you know what? And not always have, when I ask that, have I gotten things that I really enjoyed hearing. But then I have to ask myself with my filter, is there any truth to this? Do I need to make an adjustment here on what I'm doing? And if I do, I do. And if I decide I don't, then I don't. And that's okay. I have the freedom because God's given me choices. And I have to stay in alignment with who I am, what I believe. And even if other people are pressuring me here, 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 if somebody is comfortable in their skin, if somebody's comfortable with who they are and their belief system works for them and it gives you strength and courage and you've endured and you've been through the fire... You come from a much healthier place than somebody that's wishy-washy on the fence because the Lord doesn't want you there. You know, it's kind of black and white. It's black and white. You know, truth is truth all the time. There is no gray area when it comes to truth. We could get into a long story about if somebody asks you something and you, want it, you don't want to hurt their feelings, but they're asking you for truth. I get that. But there's other ways to, to deal with that. So a lot of the times when I'm doing this show, I refer to Jesus Calling. It's a book that I read out of, and it's Everyone Enjoying Peace in His Presence, Sarah Young. And so many people have went and purchased the book because they like what it's saying. So I have not opened this up uh, until now, other than to just pick the date that I'm on. Um, I have not read this yet. But I have to tell you that this is just one more way where God reveals himself to me, that when I pull up the date that I'm on and I read It goes along with what the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, this is what I want you to talk about today. So I haven't read this yet, but I can tell you right now that um, this is going to have something to do with what I have been talking about all along. So let's see together. Can we stay calmly conscious of me today no matter what? Remember that I go before you as well as with you into the day. Nothing takes me by surprise. I will not allow circumstances to overwhelm you so long as you look to me. There you go. I will help you cope with whatever the moment presents. Collaborating with me brings blessings that far outweigh all your troubles. Awareness of my presence contains joy that can endure all eventualities. One of the scriptures I picked out for today was the one that they've picked out for this. I think that's, you know, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I know most of you probably have this this memorized, but I want you to close your eyes unless you're driving. But I want you to close your eyes right now, and I want you to listen to this and really take it in. Are you ready? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me yes you've got it psalm 23 isn't that wonderful and here's the other one second corinthians four sixteen. therefore we do not lose heart though outwardly we are wasting away yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all isn't that fantastic Doesn't that just give you strength and courage and help you to understand that God has you? He has you. And you just need to look up, reach up, ask him. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. That's what he says. And he says, put me first. Align with me first. Here's me and then here's everything else. God first, a line upward, and then across. And love thy neighbor as everybody across from you. Anybody you meet, enemy, friend, lover, they're all your neighbors. So love thy God, thy heart, with all thy heart, thy mind, thy soul, the body, and love thy neighbor as thyself. That's the first and the second commandment. And he says that if you do these two, everything else works itself out. Isn't that amazing? Because I am a do-it person. I'm a check-off list person. I'm like, okay, tell me what to do and I'll do it. So here's two for you. Go to, um, those two are the ones I just said, okay? Now, what I'm going to tell you is go to Sufri, speltlikefriesoneword.com. Go there. Spend some time there. Go there when you can spend some time there. And download the IMs, okay, and read them every day. You will change. You will change. You will be transformed by the renew of your mind. That's what will happen by reading those. You're victorious in Jesus' name. Then I want you to watch the videos. There's so much there for you. And then listen to the podcast. It's by subject matter, by guest. There's so much information there. and You can go to iHeart, iTunes. If you have an iPhone, you can go to podcast, pull up Sue Freeze, and there I am. So there's so many different ways that you can go there and listen uh, to these things. And then I want you to connect with me, please. Please connect with me. Go to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, word dot com. Connect with me and tell me what you think how you feel, prayer requests. If you need resources, just connect with me, would you? And thank you so much for joining. Be a blessing today. Be a blessing every day to somebody. And thank you for being part of the show. Bye.
1: Ah, It's a time of the year when Bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home. Your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters. Even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. termite, and pest control services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects.